I hear is the worst scream I've ever heard. She goes, my son is dead and these animals ate all the lungs. <laughs> no. <laughs> Man of the year, man of the year, man of the year, man of the. You got me, you got me, you got me. I'm Aaron Cairo. I'm Matt Ritter. We are champions of friendship. Yes, we are the best. Matt, I just kind of got a disturbing email. Oh boy. Okay, so I get Um, my insurance through the the WGA, the the Writers Guild. Wow, a little humble brag. And I don't know. I don't know if it's humble or brag, to be honest. Mm. And they just released a new, you know, service new thing that's covered. And it's palliative care, mm. which for those who don't know, that's like when you're dying, yeah, you get taken care of. That's pretty nice service. I mean- That can be really expensive. But just the thought that I would even ever need that. I know. It's a dark thought to just like yeah. have to think about your own mortality. Yeah. That's something I've been, because I, I, I'm now, my wife's having a baby, which we're very excited about. And I've always said- I will not get life insurance until you bear me a child. <laughs> we don't have, you don't have life insurance? Not yet. Now I have to. Now there's something on the line. Something, somebody I care about now. <laughs> <laughs> I Love you, a, baby. <laughs> I have a life insurance question. Do you, have you done the shopping and done the research yet? Not really. Okay, okay. Because I heard that like they do a deep dive into your medical history. Mm. So like, you know, if you took- you I've know, never done any drugs. <laughs> Never caught anything. I'm clean. But if you took like Xanax like four years ago, like they had that information. I've never done it. So I wouldn't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, honestly, fine. Because one of our buddies got life insurance and they like did a deep dive. So now when I'm in the doctor and they goes, anything wrong? I go, nope, 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 nope. nothing, yeah. nothing. Because I want that sweet policy that yeah. high dollar. Why do you get the policy and not her? <sighs> Just the way it goes, my man. Right. But aren't we like futures? Fem- no. Future's female? No. Not in this house. <laughs> <laughs> the past is female. The past is the future. Listen, what she wants is, she wants me to get the life insurance right. and then work myself to death at an early age. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's what being a man is. Yeah. You don't complain about it. You just get the life insurance, you grind, and you die. This is you not complaining. Well, this is the best I can do. Right. It's the best I can do to not complain. Ooh, dark yeah. thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Listen, life is real, man. Like, people die, you know? Friendship actually... I think like I was, I was thinking about this because my dad passed away last year. You do drink, you drink. You do remember, you don't try to make a list of people, but you do remember who's there for you when, when bad things happen. In mm. Like I would say like, I have a keen awareness of who was at the Shiva and like, who was at the funeral and who was like, oh, I, I can't make it. I was, well, I, I was working. I wasn't at it. Those things. Well, come on. You know, <laughs> keenly. This was aware. deep COVID. This keenly was on the- Keenly <laughs> Did anybody travel in? No, no, no. Okay. okay. It's not <laughs> like that. It's not yeah, like that. It's, it's very hard for people to travel for funerals. Like they're very timely, especially in the Jewish faith. You got to get them in the ground. Well, I think that's just in COVID. Usually you have something- No, you the Jewish faith, you have to get the guy in the ground in No, I mean, hours. people travel for, co- for funerals in pre-COVID. Not always. They usually come for the shiva. They try to right, like get okay. in. Got it. Got yeah. it. Yeah. But you know, yeah. was anybody not there for you that you like remember? I mean, there were just some some absentees at the shiva in New York. If you live in New York and we're doing the shiva in New York, 
Mm. You pop in. You got to pop for you a shiva. Pop a local in. shiva? You got to pop a in. Destination local... shiva. Destination I... shiva is tough. Yeah. I agree. If yeah. your shiva's in Cancun, yeah. You know, it's tough. Should we tell people what a shiva is? Yeah. Shiva is uh, the Jewish equivalent of a wake. It lasts for a week where you're basically sitting uncomfortably for a week and people bring you a lot of locks. Mm. I have the greatest shiva story ever. Yeah. So this is kind of dark. So, you know, like, so this is about my, you know, I was just talking about my dad dying, but like, we're at the age where our, people are dying of our, our age, yeah. knock on wood. Yeah. Nobody on this trophy has died. I yeah. think about, you know, the other side when we get to, yeah. this has been 19 years, you know, God willing, when we get to the 38th year, we're all still here, but I've had friends who passed away. I've had a dark thought. I thought about this wet, you know, the first person of our group who dies, which please let it be 50 years from now. We rename the trophy after them. Mm. What solace the mat- to their widow. The mat- <laughs> <laughs> we bring it to the funeral. Uh, I hate thinking about who would bet, like if we were to bet on who's going to pass. No, that's horrible. horrible. That's horrible. I know, but I feel like a lot of people would have their money on me. Well, you, but you would, you would die a death of misadventure. Yeah. Like into a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You like, it wouldn't make any sense. A volcanic type. Oh, so yeah, this is the funniest Shiva story ever. So I had a, I had a really good friend who passed away at age 29 Ugh. on a treadmill, like had a, a, a little heart condition that got misdiagnosed yeah. essentially a, hor- a horrible situation is his, his wife was pregnant. Like the misery of the misery. It's a comedy podcast. The, the Shiva story is really funny. Okay. okay. It's really funny. Okay. Don't, don't, don't tune out. Yeah. So, you know, Jewish Shiva is the thing is, is like the one good thing about it is the spread. <laughs> Right, yeah. like I don't know what wakes are like food wise. I haven't been to too many, but a shiva spread, it's almost better than most of our holiday meals. Oh, definitely like, better. Definitely, definitely, right? Like you would rather go to if you were like, oh, option A, go to a Passover meal. Option B, go to a shiva. Oh, like shiva, 100%. nine times out of ten, you're eating that shiva. Strike that right. person down. What would you say is like the greatest item that you usually get at a shiva? Ooh, that you wouldn't get otherwise. Just like what's the what are we known for? What's the like, Ooh, I don't know. I don't, honestly. Knock on wood, I haven't been to Shiv in a while. Okay, so I would say it's locks. Oh, yeah, I was going to say locks, but I thought that was too basic and you make fun of me. No, but like you really get some good high-end locks. So we're, so we're at this Shiva. Yeah. And, you know, like I'm a massive overeater. Like you, everything in, 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 in moderation. Everything not in moderation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, yeah like, everything yeah. not in moderation. Yeah, yeah. It's like, so the Shiva spread is incredible. And I am just plowing through whitefish. You gotta have white whitefish, tuna, egg salad, yeah. locks. Your, like your shits. Just give me the whole platter. Yeah, you know. So I'm just making plate upon plate, and I'm with my my college crew, and we're just plowing through it. And his mother. So pro, the problem is, so even at my dad's shiva, like people are coming to you, so it's hard to like get up and eat because people are coming over, yeah. and they want to talk to you, and so you're just like telling stories about yeah. you know, your dad or whatever. And you're, you're in this case, she's telling stories about her son. And it's like, people are supposed to get you a plate, you know? So I guess for whatever reason, nobody fixed her a plate. And so like after two hours, you know, the, the spread kind of goes down, you know, people are hungry. Yeah. And so she finally gets up to get a plate. And all I hear is, <laughs> All I hear is the worst scream I've ever heard. She goes, my son is dead and these animals ate all the locks. (laughs) No. (laughs) She goes, my son is dead and these animals ate all the locks. 
And my friend and I look at each other and we are holding the largest bagel block stacked so incredibly high. And like, it was like a record scratch. And all of a sudden we look at each other like, holy shit, holy shit. And so we all like secretly were like, all right, all right, all right. Just shovel, dude, clean it off. Like rip off the ends. Like I'm talking about a bitten, yeah. a bitten bagel that was like stacked with locks. This time. So we, we, we basically like swept all the bitten locks into a pile and then we put it on another plate and then we threw it at the other end of the table and we're like, no, 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 Arlie, look. Oh no. I'm like, let me make you a plate. So I made her a plate of like the, the bitten locks and it was like, Save the day, but I'll just never forget. It's like the most Jewish Shiva laughing. Like, this is the darkest and yeah. funniest thing at the same time. Like, yeah. my son is dead and these animals are all locks. <laughs> I love how you save the day by giving her masticated locks. Jesus H. I saved the day. Yeah, that was that's I'll never forget that 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 Shiva. But yeah, yeah, it's uh but yeah, I mean, look, you gotta be here for your friends, you know. I mean, like it's not all about, hey, come to my birthday party. Well, I, I always think that like that's really when the friendship counts the most. Yeah. Like people coming to your birthday. Right. Yeah, that's great. Right. But like you really need it when the chips are. Yeah. I, I will say like when my dad died, take a shot. Um, <laughs> like my dad was the person that I called every morning at 6 a.m. Like that was like my one call. So like he also was like my best friend. You know, I, I know you have a great relationship with your parents too, but you yeah. don't really think about them as friends. As you get older and you have less like friends your family or your friends, especially your siblings. Like, I know you're close with your sister too. Yeah. Like those are your best friends. Like my dad was my best friend too. So it was like, I just lost my best friend in life too. Like, and also like my biggest champion. And I think that's the other part is like, when you lose your parent, you lose your biggest champion. And I think that's what we're trying to do with our, we literally call it champions of friendship is I think you don't realize how much it means for your friends to support you and champion you and do it like vocally too. You know, like, I feel like you're really good at like supporting your friends and telling, like telling everybody about the good things that your friends are doing, like that I don't even know about with our friends. Like when our friend get a, pr a promotion or something, I hear yeah. about it from you. So I, I like, I would urge people to be more vocal about the the support that you give your friends. Cause like, as you get older and you lose people and like, you know, just the list of people that are in your corner gets smaller. So it's important. It's also important for your friends to be supporting you because they are doing it by choice. Yeah. You know, your parents have to be your biggest that is champions. True. That is true. Your friends are not stuck with you. They don't have to come you. to your fucking They're not stuck show. with you. Yeah, they're yeah. not stuck with you the way your family is. Now, you, you said you used to speak to your dad every day at 6 a.m. Is that why you now text me at 6 a.m.? Yes. I, I'm just like, you're my daddy now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man. Well, this is funny. This is a funny thing, that uh, a dead dad thing, too, that's kind of funny. So I've, I know you meditate and do like some of that stuff. Yeah. That we, you know, we're LA, you know, yeah. I mean, I think yeah. I think it's branched out from being like an LA joke. I think a lot of people meditate. It's yeah. a healthy thing. I do a gratitude thing in the morning. Every day I vocally say, uh, the people that I'm grateful for. I don't say you, do, should I add you to the list? I feel like maybe now. Wait, it's the same people? Every morning. Yeah. Oh, it's like a sort of like a reverse a list. Not, not of dead people. Of everybody in my uh, life. Just people you're trying to say. Just know, people yeah. I'm grateful for. But so, originally the list was my dad, my mom, my siblings, their family, etc. And then I put Jesse. She was after them. And I told her about it. Oh, Jesus Christ. And she's like, I'm ninth? <laughs> <laughs> you Dude, this is like the 2022 version of the speed dial. 
Yeah. Like from Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. gratitude list. Yeah. So I moved her up. Fourth or fifth? I moved her to third. Listen, it's like, you've known your siblings your whole life. You yeah. just met Jess. I know. Now I feel bad for my yeah. siblings. Now I'm like, did I? Yeah. Now I'm going to move my siblings. So it's my dad, my mom, then Jess. And then I actually put my unborn child. So now he's fourth. But then, and then like, she was like, what about Olive? I'm like, I'm not putting my dog above my siblings. <laughs> okay. You're crossing the line here. So, so, so interesting. Cause yes, I have gotten into meditation, but gratitude, if you do any Googling or research, yeah. like scientifically proven to increase your well being, like of anything. And I have tried it. I've tried to do like a little yeah. gratitude journaling where every morning I list three things I'm grateful for. I better be on there. <laughs> I have to look. I doubt it. I doubt it. But I, I couldn't. First of all, I run out of stuff. So that's interesting. You say the same people. I think you're supposed to do different people mm. or things mm. like. So I do add things at the end, but I always it's always that same like list of people that I'm great. But it's expanding. You know, I just yeah. I added a new unborn child too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you grateful for the podcast? I'm gonna start tomorrow morning. Yeah. I'm going to text you at 6 a.m. Yeah. I'm gonna be like, yeah. I just did um, a gratitude for the podcast. Not for you. Yeah. For the pod. Because that includes you. And you say it out loud? I say it out loud. So that's interesting, right? Because I think, you, I actually think vocalizing it. And that's what I was saying with like supporting your friends is I actually think starting to vocalize it is something that people should practice more. Well, that's why they have people write it, right? It's not yeah. just, you can't just think it, writing it, saying it. Well, that's why like with career stuff, sometimes like when I'm trying a new venture, I, it only becomes real when you tell other people. You know, it's so funny you say that because that's why I tend not to tell people stuff. Out of fear. I don't know what's out of fear. Some of it is like when I'm writing a news, like I actually have a project I have not even told you about. Uh, just because like once, first of all, if you react in any, if your eyebrow goes one way the wrong way, my- I agree. It's very, a lot of people, so I, I actually think I agree with you because a lot of people tend to be doubting out of their own internal fears when somebody wants to do something new. You don't automatically always get the support. And what you need there is like 100% support. But our role isn't like you will many times come to me for constructive criticism, criticism notes. Sometimes it's not. Yes. But like when it's a new thing, you know, I you, don't know. You do need the 100% support right. at first. Right. You need people to be excited and then they can get into like, mm, maybe this isn't so great. But like, I think off the bat, like everybody kind of needs that like full throttle. Like, you know, it reminds me of something I wanted to mention is that like, we're, we're always giving notes to our friends, which is very specific to our yeah. job as screenwriters. But like, that is a, um, skill that I feel it's like delicate. I, it's that I, that I, it's a skill that I feel like I've ported to other walks of life. Yeah. Because so, how so? Because when someone's asking you for feedback, like it's up to us, the feedback giver, to determine well, what do they need slash right. want here. Some people, sometimes you text me and you're like, ruin me. Yes. Destroy me. Yes. Break me. Yeah, yeah you do. And, and you comply. Yeah. And I, <laughs> and I go, happily, gladly. Happily. Gladly. But well, some, I have very thick skin. That's the thing. Very thick skin. And like you're, you're in the first draft. Yeah. And some people, you realize like they just need some constructive things here and there, but mostly but more, more of a boost. I agree. Exactly. And, but I, what I'm saying is I think universally when everybody is like about to embark on something new, they mostly need that universal support first. Right. I think a lot of people are too quick to go. Is that a good idea? Like let them at least like feel good about where they're going with it. And then you can get into it. Right. Right. And I think that 
Again, not just. Can we shit on your new venture now? No, no, no I'm not. I'm not. I'm You're not even ready to share no, it on the pod. No, not on the pod. Absolutely not. Oh my god. Um, but go, going back to uh, meditation. Yeah. Um, so I actually just finished uh, two years consecutive. You know what I love about you? And I, 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 I say, I say this because I'm always impressed that you have the consistency level of, as, as I said, like a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the, good. The methodical nature. Yeah. Good at habit forming. Habit for oh, incredible habit yeah. forming. I mean, never missed a day of school. Yeah, perfect. That's where it started. The perfect attendance started now. Two years in a row of of meditation. And the uh, the best part is telling girls that I meditate. Mm. By far the best. Part. It's almost probably the reason you started it. I mean, I don't know. You Googled how, yeah, do you get, yeah. how do you get laid more? What do girls like? Yeah. yeah. Meditation. Yeah. Therapy. He's like, I'm in therapy and I meditate. And they're like, woo. <laughs> because woo. women on the dating apps, they will say like, looking for a guy in therapy. And I'd be yeah. like, well, I'm not in therapy right yeah, now. You're like, I'm actually, I can't, I'm actually not in therapy because I'm meditating right <laughs> yeah. now. I have therapy after my meditation and then I have a second meditation session. Yeah, after the yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but besides that, I don't know if it's really doing anything. Matt's doing stuff. Yeah. How long have you been doing gratitude? Uh, I would say this is post my day. So in the past year, I've been doing it for sure. Got it. You know, and have you noticed? It's hard to tell internally, you know, but I just in general feel like, I don't know. Life is good. So and we, we can cut this if we want. Like what, what advice? Okay. You, you've always said, and I'm sure most people say this, like, oh, I, I would, I would, what would I give for one more conversation with my dad? Yeah. And, so like, what would you say to someone who still has their parents? Yeah, it's funny. So my dad died literally, I, I missed him by like hours, mm. you know? And what's messed up is I was already there, but I I was in New Jersey and then I was at my sister's. And so I could have talked to him, like I could have had more time in those four days, but I was like, oh, I'm going to see him this weekend. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I would say one is don't count on, seeing you know as people get older don't count on seeing them like if you're like oh i'll see them in two weeks but you're thinking about calling them just call them now you know what i mean so like if you're if you already have something where you're like oh well i'm gonna see that person then or i'm gonna talk to that person then but you're actually thinking about talking to them now yeah you can also call them now right i think that's one thing that people are always like well i'm gonna you know i'll, I'll see them in a week so i was thinking about i was th you know if you're thinking about somebody just call them then yeah that would be my, that would be my number one because I had been thinking about him those like last four days. Right. But I didn't see him and I probably could have just been like, you know what? I have like two hours. You're like an hour from me. Did you have moments when you're, when your dad was alive where you're like, I don't like, you know, everyone's parents are kind of annoying to them in their own yeah. way. Did you have moments when you were like with your dad, I'm sure in your entire life, you're like, Oh God, like, and now you're like, Oh, I wish he was annoying me. Like, does it work like that? Yeah, it's actually really funny. Say that. So my dad's thing was, he always wanted to go get coffee after we had dinner. Oh, interesting. So he would always want to go to a different restaurant. <laughs> you know, he'd always be like, "Let's go get a cappuccino," and I'm like, "But they have it here. They have it <laughs> right. right here." And I always right. used to find that so annoying. And then right. after he died, I was like, "Damn it!" Right. He just wanted to like spend more time, which is mm. like a bummer. You know, I'm like, mm. "Fuck," and I didn't always do it. You know, yeah, but yeah. now I'd be like, "Ah, oh, of course," you know, and then like. I just think like, oh, I'm going to be a parent and my kids are going to be annoyed. It's just a cycle of life, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. they're like, oh God. But I also think what happens is like, so as you age, right? There's like, you love your parents. You want to spend all the time with them. And then you become a bratty teen. You don't want to spend time yeah, with them. Yeah. And then when you're in your 20s, you're kind of like too busy yeah, for them. Yeah. And then like, 
you know, your thirties, you're like doing your own thing and you find them kind of annoying. But then like, I think when you're like in your forties or whatever the age is, you get to a certain age where you're just like fully accepting them. I feel like I'm at that age where now I'm like, I fully accepted my parents. So then when they were like hanging out, like, you know, you don't always have to make them leave because your friends are around. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, are you at that? Like, where are you with like, uh, you know, when your friends and parents are both in the same like zone, do you want your parents to be like leaving so you can be with your peers? Or are you kind of like, it's fine. They can stick around. Well, first of all, I would say I agree with you. I'm at like a pr- peak appreciation right now. Yeah. It's good. Like you should, it's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, no, I love my parents and my friends yeah. are hanging out. And we're not usually like, get away so I can go out, you know? Right. Like, right. I used to be yeah. like that, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, when we were like, in when we were in New York, no, like in my 20s, when we were like in New York and it, like, my parents wanted to come to my comedy shows all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was just yeah. kind of like, ah, you know, I'm going to be like drunk out right. with my friends. Right. Only. But it's funny because my wife grew up where there was like no division between friends and family. Really? They would all like hang out together and they were like all socializing together. I don't know. You know, it's like I don't, just different environment. Now, have you ever thought about your own funeral and what you'd want? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping and I think that's it's funny you say that. You asked about my funeral. I was thinking a lot about it because of this podcast. And I think a lot of people, if they thought about that, would be more inclined to put a little more effort into their friendships mm. because... I want funny eulogies, like all the good and bad, like no holds barred, like funny partying, roasted, roasted celebrate, yeah. kind of like my wedding. So yeah. Aaron married us and did a great job. And in I case you like, know, guys, I yeah. appreciate his wedding. Right, but it was amazing because it yeah. was truthful and it yeah. was authentic yeah. and it was yeah. loving. But I like, I want all of that, you know. Yeah. And if you haven't like built these friendships, like you know, it could be a quiet solemn affair yeah you know like i roasted my dad in a great way yeah I, my, it's great yeah my eulogy of my dad was like god if only my agents could see this <laughs> if only comedy central yeah. can i submit this 10 minute eulogy as a fucking <laughs> submission to snl like nailed it nailed it so yes i've thought about it i, I really dark thoughts but i just like i hope that the way i lived is the way that they'll celebrate me how about you? Full of gas and yeah, gas. <laughs> yeah, they say dead people fart like yeah, mom, man. Yeah. Like, stay away. Well, if I if, if you go before me, which probably you will, yeah, um, I will roast you. Yeah, I will. I will. But I I will say so. My when my grandmother passed away, um, you know, at least ten years ago, it was just me, me and my dad speaking, and my dad's like, okay, you go first, and then I'll go, and I'm like, that I'm not gonna open for you. I'm a headliner. <laughs> I was actually cognizant of that. I was selfishly, I was like, I have to headline between my brother and sister. Yeah. And of I course. Did. You have yeah, to. Yeah, I did. But I, I, I'm calling it now. Can I headline your funeral? Well, I suppose, unless Jesse wants to headline it. I think I should go after You should Jessie. headline it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll let her open. Yeah. We'll let her she's, open. She's, she's, oh, yeah, she, she can I, feature. I mean, well, now that we're on the record doing this, I guess like she's going to have to know that this is what I, my wishes. Yeah. Oh, this supersedes the will. This is the last will. This is the last will. Yes. And can I have whatever crypto you have left? <sighs> It's going to be probably negative. What if it rebounds? I can't, that I can't commit okay, to. Fair enough. So cremation or coffin or what? Oh God. I, I think I want to be in the ground with the family because we, we have a section. Oh, you do? Oh, see, my parents have a section, but we don't have plots. Just my parents and I think their parents. Yeah. Actually, I don't know if there's room. Yeah. Oh, I want to be cremated for show. Sure. Mm. You want to be in a box in the ground? It's like, what is this? What year I don't know. Our soul, if you believe in souls, it doesn't really matter. I don't think. I don't. Either way, I'm saying if you do believe in a soul, it doesn't matter. If you don't, it doesn't matter. Either I mean, way, your body and if you believe in a soul, your body 
it doesn't trap it. So it's irrelevant. And if you don't believe in a soul, then you have a dead body or dead ashes. What's the difference? But us, the, the people putting bodies in the ground. It's not efficient. It's, it's not an efficient use of land. It's ridiculous. This is kind of funny. Just speaking of cemeteries. Yeah. So <laughs> I think that when a neighborhood gentrifies, uh-huh. <laughs> you need to dig up all the bodies and move the cemetery to the new areas. I think we should stop recording now. Should we not record that? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just saying that all of the... Uh, we shouldn't do this. <laughs> no, please, expand. <laughs> okay. So all of the old Jews in New Jersey uh-huh. used to live in Newark. Okay. And so now, like all the cemeteries, they are now in an area where there are no Jews. Uh-huh. So I think they should just dig up that entire cemetery and move it to like Montclair. Okay. So what happens when Newark gets gentrified and there's a bunch of African-American cemeteries? Do we inter them? Un-inter- yeah, everybody. Yeah. Excavate. Everybody should get to be moved to be with their people is what I'm saying. It's, that's- we'll probably have to cut this. I mean, actually, now that you explained it, it's a little bit less problematic, but also really dumb. I mean, now we're digging the graves and putting new graves. Yeah, yeah every 30 years. Every stack. 30 years when a neighborhood flips. Yeah, yeah. When you got to dig it up. flips the, back. Yeah, yeah, you got to yeah. dig it up. So I definitely want to be cremated. Part of it, I don't know if this is going to make any sense to anybody, but you know, I have OCD. And so when I finish like a, a, a I do a lot of um, to-do lists yep. and stuff like that. When I finish it, I, sh- I, I rip it up into pieces. Like I don't just crumple a piece of paper. Oh. And it's some mm. sort of OCD tick because then I can't look at the paper again. Wow. You really, you really need a finale. Yes. So for cremation, it's like the to-do list of life. There's no reviving that. Exactly. exactly. There's no levitating that body. Yeah. You know, what if they figure out some technology? Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm fucked probably. Right? Like I'm if they figure fucked. out some technology to bring us back, it's like, Oh, well, here's Aaron. Yeah, yeah I'm just going to yeah, be just like dust. A dust, dust. a dust smoke thing. Now, so I agree with you. I want to be, I, I, I would like you to headline. Just have he- to headline. Who else? Who yeah, else is who else, do who it? Else. But here's the thing. I specifically want people, and I think you meant this, to not only say how great I was, cause, but yeah. how much of an asshole I was. Yeah. Because I don't like when you just say good, nice things. Yeah, 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 yeah. With their permission. Yeah. With, beyond the grave. Also, open bar. Gotta have an open bar. Open bar. It's not going to be at a... At a funeral home. I know. It's so, it's so sterile. There. I know. It's so sterile. I know. Do you think if you, God forbid, passed away, like, you know, soon, untimeliness, you'd want all that too? People are going to be super upset. If you're 80, who cares? Yeah, I'd still want it. I want okay. it to be fun. By the way, speaking of like sterile and rattle. So when my dad died, there's the funeral home and then there's, you have to drive it's like a processional yeah. to the plot. <laughs> this is so messed up. So... They like held us up. There's a huge processional trying to get into the cemetery to right. do the actual. By processional, you mean a bunch of cars. Yeah. 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 To do the actual burial, the rabbi's waiting mm-hmm. and they were held up. because he charges, like, rabbi charges by the hours. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's about money. Yeah. They, they hold it up because they're like, wait, um, we don't have the check yet. <gasps> My brother had to get out of the car and write them a check on the spot. I actually kind of respect that. Yeah. They're like, nobody's going in the ground here. 
unless we have the check <laughs> yeah. in hand. Yeah, because once it's in the ground, yeah, what yeah, are you right. Do? You, yeah. yeah, right. Once we bury yeah. it, it's like, oh, yeah. oh, the check's coming. Right. Yeah, they're not going to dig them up. Right. Maybe well, they do. According to your plan. Yeah, yeah. maybe they yeah. would. I, I, I respect. You respect that. them. I respect them. That. Just like delayed it for twenty minutes. I mean, by the way, funeral home, best business. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, yeah. this is a hilarious story. This is at my wife's grandmother's funeral. <laughs> they have a, the the greatest racket is the coffin racket. Oh yeah. So what they do is they present you with all these options, right? Like for all the things like little cards, flowers, like all the, it's like a wedding. Mm -hmm. These are all your options. And then they get to the coffin and you're just generally like, "Eh, who cares? Mm -hmm. Just give them the standard. Right. So they know that in in their mind, these sleazy salesmen are like, how do we get them to spend the most on a coffin? So they, they have it down to a science. Like, you you know, you're looking through it and they're like, Oh, well now for the coffin, what are you thinking? And everybody's usually like, you know, just get them something nice. It's fine. So with the first thing they do just to mess with your psychology, they go, when they hear you say, I don't care. They just show you this like paper box. Mm. They're like, Oh, here's the lowest end. And and like, so Jess and her sister both gasped. It was literally like a cardboard box. And they're like, Oh, okay. Well, I guess you want to go up a little bit. It's like $8,000 for the the next step up. They're like, you know, they show you like a, Oh, well we could just put them in this paper bag with leaves. The Cairo way. Compost. Yeah, the compost way. Yeah. Like, here's the $800 compost bag. And then it jumps right up to the almond oak casket. Yeah. I mean, it's got cushioning. Like, the guy's dead. He's dead. I know. It's a little too cozy. Have you given any thought to your social media and your computer post-death? Like, should it live on? It's always weird when it lives on. So on Facebook, I don't know if you know this, you can select someone to be the executor of your facebook jeff is the executor of my facebook why yeah this was about 10 years ago you should change it to you no not to me i've messed with you too much yeah yeah from beyond the grave what do you do you want people because you know sometimes (sighs) it's confusing when somebody's dead and you don't know it we've had a few incidents oh god remember that birthday incident gosh we tell that story yeah yeah, definitely so (laughs) we have a friend (laughs) this was years ago when people posted on facebook Uh, for your birthdays it's so funny you know, when people, you would post happy birthday just on everyone's Facebook. And this guy was just like friends with, you know, you you have Facebook friends you're not even yeah. friends with. And someone passed away and then their birthday came up. And clearly this guy got a birthday <laughs> notification, did not know they passed away. And he wrote, have a kick-ass birthday. Have a kick-ass birthday. <laughs> we say that to each other all the time now. It's our inside joke. Have a kick-ass Kick-ass birthday. birthday. Um, You know, because sometimes on Twitter, we're like, they would just lock it and it's just there right, forever. Like, right. like, do you want it deleted? Do you want right. it updated? Do you want it like, um, who, who was the person who was just... Um, a famous person in the past? Uh, no, there was someone posting from... Oh, um, Herman Cain. Remember he was... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. I, I mean, I think it should... You have like a grace period and then I think you want to like shut it down. So no, so you don't want any members of you? I don't know. Forever? Stays up forever? Your Facebook page? I guess maybe. Be nice. You want it up? I usually go... Unfriend. Unfriend. You Just unfriend keep, when they keep pass? Keep the ratios down. Do you wait until after the shiva? Yeah, after, after I get the lock after spread. After the lock spread, yeah. you go, ah, that's dark, man. Oh, what about your computer? I, I mean, I'm not like... I, so I'll, I'll tell you something dark. And, well, actually, I think it's loving. You know, you don't have to qualify. No, I have to qualify. This story. Yeah. No, I think it's really loving. So my brother and I kept my dad's phone on. Okay. And my brother pretended to be him, and we've been texting him for a year post-death. You still po- you're still doing that? Yeah. Wow. We, we kind of stopped like a couple months ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. but we were just texting him like, Hey, check out the Knicks game. They're doing right. well. And right. You're going to like the team this year. And my brother would respond as my dad. So why did he get to be your dad? Cause he had the phone. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. Got it. And he was paying the phone bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was sweet. It was yeah, sweet. So we great. texted my dad for like a year after he died. We kept kept the text chain going. And, you know, my, my wife would be like, who are you texting? And I'd be like, my dad. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, my therapist was like, it's good. It's healthy. It's fine. Yeah. I think that's, I think yeah. that's fine. Yeah. 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 It's the people who don't deal with it. I know. I know. You got to deal with it. By the way, I was thinking about things that like mistakes I've made on the other end. Like not checking in with friends enough. Mm. Like one of my friends passed away last year and I didn't even really know that he was sick. And that was just because we kind of lost touch. Yeah. You know? And like, that sucks. You know, I was like selfishly doubly upset, like upset that he passed, upset for his wife, child, et cetera. But then like doubly upset, like that I didn't do my job. Right. As a friend, like, you know, we're like, Hey, we're doing a friend podcast for friendship with experts. Like, yeah, we're fallible on the friend front. So on that note, I think that a lot of people also don't know what to say when somebody passes, someone passes away or just sort of anything. Yeah. And I, I, this is something that I learned as well, just getting older, like, cause sometimes you want to be like, can, first of all, can I do anything or like, expl- like, you know, trying to explain it. I went through this and like what I learned obviously depends on the situation to just say, I'm thinking of you. Yeah. I love you. Something like that. It's better to say something than nothing because you think it's awkward. Right. Good point. It's more important to just put something out there for them. There's no wrong thing. There's no wrong thing. Well. Unless you say have a kick-ass birthday. (laughs) 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 To a dead person. Uh, So what did we learn today? I think we learned about, you know, it's better to say something than nothing. Yeah. That you, that reaching out, even if you don't know what to say, is better than not reaching out. And also, Matt, you made the point that parents, friends, like they're not going to be around forever. It's a little dark, but like if you have the opportunity to reach out to someone you haven't spoken to in a while, like don't wait, do it now. Text somebody. I hope just like from listening to this podcast, just text somebody. I love you. I miss you. Do or, that. That's what I asked. That's what would be my homework to you. Or even like a little, you up. you up uh have been a while you alive you 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 alive (laughs) you up all right that's our show uh guys thank you so much for listening if you haven't subscribed already please subscribe give us five stars write a review we're on socials at man of the year podcast be good to yourself be good to your friends love Love you buddy. buddy